The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, March 26, 2020. The brand is All Saints, and they've been around for about three years now and they've been a contender for the cigar of the year twice already and they won the cigar of the year in 2021 they have a new cigar that might be even better than the last two with us today are the co-founders mickey peg and saint francis himself frank leo here to answer some tough questions welcome everybody to the Cigar Authority. We'll see how that plays out. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Frank, you're new to us. Yes, sir. First time in. What Glad you think? to be here. Yeah. Uh, this is fantastic. Great crowd today. It's good yeah. to see everybody. Thrilled. Hey, thanks for coming up. You are the St. Francis of... Uh, of folklore, yes. Of folklore. Yes. Of folklore. And we're glad to be recognized. All right. You look more like a priest than a saint, but... <laughs> he's got the smoking jacket on, the bow tie. Yeah, we got dressed up today. Thank God he's back in the house. Mickey used to be the bow tie guy. Yeah. Whatever what happened to that? His neck got too big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll go with that. All right. We're going to light up a. I already don't like. I already don't like the body language from Mr. Peg over here. His <laughs> yeah. arms are folded. He didn't yeah. really even answer the question. Of what I would happened. like. I would We're like already avoiding questions. Permission to yeah. treat him as a hostile witness from the go. Well, we doubled the opportunity to avoid questions today. So. There we go. We'll see what we <laughs> get. Let's light it up. If there's not going to be anything answered here, let's at least enjoy a nice cigar. Barry, what do we have here today? Today's first cigar is the old St. Cigars, St. Francis, Colorado, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by All St. Cigars. The size that we're lighting up is a 5.5 by 50 Robusto featuring the Ecuadorian Habano Colorado wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package in a single Cost eleven dollars and nineteen cents. Why a box of twelve is one thirty one ninety nine. And if you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. I've seen Texas cigars now, Colorado cigars. Why isn't there a New Hampshire cigar? Yeah, I could tell you. I just Colorado was uh, is a shade colorization. I remember when I first got in working at Georgetown Tobacco in nineteen eighty nine and. You're learning, you're learning. I'm like, Colorado, because after you hear about Connecticut, I'm like, wow, they grow tobacco in Colorado. <laughs> yeah, but it's a shade colorization. You know, it, uh, before I even worked at Davidoff, I used to love when those Davidoff Colorados would come in with that nice yeah. Rosado hue, and you're just excited to smoke it beforehand. And then, obviously, we had an opportunity. And I always thought, you know, my old days, uh, you know, I always thought it'd be great to do, put a Colorado wrapper over a Nicaraguan filler. And then, you know, obviously, Frank and I had an opportunity to do that. So that's where 
that came into play. And there's a, there's another play on it why that matched up too because obviously Frank went to the Air Force Academy. Yeah. So so that has a that played into it as well. So okay. I see how this is going to go. You ask him a question before we can cut it. He talks for an hour. <laughs> We're going to cut and light this thing and then. Zoop. Yep. Let's see what happens. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. All right. Is this the same exact cigar as the St. Francis Cigar of the Year with the Colorado wrapper on it? No. No. Uh- the ingredients are the same, different percentages, a little mm-hmm. bit uh, different architecture, and obviously a different style wrapper. So Celery salt on the cold draw. Don't even say it's not there. It's salty. It's there. Well, you know, it's interesting because you say that because we use Condega, and so that's the tobacco we like to talk about, and this cigar, and obviously the St. Francis, and that's going to give you a little bit of, you know, a little saltiness. I always like to describe it as like a little salt forward, and with this cigar, I think with that wrapper, you will Get like maybe a little salted caramel, maybe out of it. So, we'll so Frank, do you get into these flavor note things, or you think cigars? I don't get good? celery salt, but I do like uh, the tasting wheel that you guys use. Mm. So yeah, I get into, I get the salted caramel on this. All right, I have it right here, so that I can, beautiful. Yep, it helps me out. I've been doing this for a long time, but I look at this stuff. Jonathan's just quicker on the celery salt. I don't know celery salt, but it's salt, salt on celery. We're gonna light our cigar today with the Duke. By Lotus, the Duke by Lotus features three jets that are in line and fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. On the back, you've got a full-size flip-out 64-ring gauge cutter, guillotine style, easy adjustment on the bottom, all for the low price of $69.99. That is the Duke by Lotus. It's got everything you need. All right, so congratulations, gentlemen. Cigar of the year. And uh, was this the first award you won? Who's that? That was me, accident. Sorry. Okay. Uh, was this the first award that? Our first on? award we got was uh, 2020 with the dedication, the dedication. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually got a 98 with those guys. It's called the Great uh, Great Cigar. Some guys out of Pennsylvania. Okay. And then after that, I we got some some runners up. The Ricky. Yeah, Bobby we award. get the, we got a lot of Ricky Bobbies. We've had you know second yes, place. Second so. Play. Um, Which is first in a long line of losers. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it was, I think it was our first cigar of the year yeah. uh, for twenty twenty one. And you definitely were, you were in our contenders pack the previous year, right. and uh, very rarely is there ever somebody that is in the contenders pack the next year. Yeah. And there you were, and not only in there, you won. Yeah, so unbelievable. It, that it, was my third contenders pack to be in, actually. Really, Philippe Gregorio. Wow. And CAO. Wow, Philippe Gregorio, my God. It's like a sports question. What guys won more Super Bowls with different... Right? (laughs) So, yeah. No kidding. I I didn't realize that. I I mean, we didn't win that, but, you know, it was the third. So now I've been a part of three winners. So, my God, that goes way back. People don't even know what the hell we are talking about, but I do. Brings me back for sure. (laughs) Uh, So did you catch Steve Saka's interview... Uh, and what have you learned? <laughs> so, <laughs> let me tell you. I saw, I saw Steve down at the Great Smoke down in Florida, and I looked at him, and I go, Steve, that was bullshit calling me out like that. And he goes, well, he goes, you sucked. And I go, first of all, for a young brand owner, we're not going to give those stuff. And I knew when I went in there I was going to say it. 
And then I said, and I think they knew I wasn't going to say anything, and they had a lot of fun with it. And he laughed. He goes, I'll talk to Mr. Jonathan about it. <laughs> so, but I thought Steve did a great job. A lot of things that he itemized were things that we did too. Numbers were a little bit different, but it was pretty much on par. Yeah. yeah. And he's got a bit I just, of- you know, I, 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 you know, after 20 years in the business, and then being out and getting back in and put my life savings into it, uh, I really wasn't in a hurry to give a complete roadmap because that's that's enough. If you have the balls, what he t- talked about, you took those notes, and you have the freaking balls, there's that's a pretty good roadmap. Well, you know what? You save the person that thinks it's easy and it's not because undercapitalization is the biggest problem that happens with every business that's yeah. out there. And it happens when they talk to me about opening a cigar store, and I go, well, here's what you need. It, it, it's going to be at least three hundred and fifty to five hundred thousand dollars minimum to end up pulling this off correctly so that you have a chance for success. Right. You have a going with much less than that, you have a, a greater chance of failure because of undercapitalization. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because in two thousand twelve when Frank and I and another buddy had the original conversation about this, I, they actually came to me and I, and we would have really had to go out to market and raise have other people that would have equity in what we're doing. So I think it worked out for the greatest thing, you know, is because now it's us. It's our money. Uh, we have small investors. It was more we try to do as a marketing campaign, and they're great guys, and they give us a lot of tutelage. But, you know, and I think that just put us in a better spot. So, And, and he's blessed with a bit of experience having an older brand of the mistakes we haven't yet made. Yes. Right? And we don't, you know, there's, there's some things we can't share because we haven't done it yet. Um, so. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Frank, are you the bean counter here? I, I count some beans, and I count, I count a lot more tobacco. Uh, but no, it's great. <laughs> it's yeah. cigar brand. So, for the most part, you're, you're he's out there on the road visiting the retail stores, and you're in the office uh, making sure the stuff comes in and goes out. That's right. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's, I, I do the back of the house stuff. So, you know, looking like this, I can't be out on the road all the yeah, time. Yeah, I can. Yeah, but you know, him with his passion for cigars too brings a lot to the table. And so it gives a, a fact that you can almost have a direct conversation with a, with a consumer kind of vibe, because one of the things that Frank and I do share is you know love for all other cigars. So yeah. we do, and yeah. I still that's why I love like the the great smoke and being around these multi vendor events is that we get a chance to I get a chance to interact with the guys. I love their cigars, you know. It, it, yeah, it, there's a little exploration in there. There's there's some R and D going on in those things too, but yeah, and. Which is great for us today. Like when people are asking us to sign boxes and stuff, I'm like, this is a rarity because we're never at this is the only second event we've ever done where we're both in the same place at the same time. And, and you guys might understand why. But yeah, take separate planes and stuff. And <laughs> no, he's, he's look at his coat. He's being an ass. Yeah. No. So that, that's so Frank. Military background for you. Yes, sir. I was in the Air Force. Thank you for your for service. Six years. Thank you. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was a blast. I had a, a I great time, a ton of great friends. And, you know, it, we talked about earlier, we try and support Cigars for Warriors and yeah. uh, take care of troops. And you were a cigar smoker there. I was a cigar smoker there, yeah. Uh, funny story, you know, Mickey and I met back in Dewey Beach 20 years ago, more than 20 years ago at this point. And uh, when I was deployed at Oman and Afghanistan, he used to ship me cigars, and I would horse trade them for beer with the German Special Forces guys because they had a dry campus there. So ah. It was a two-beer limit. Two-beer limit. Not, uh, not enough a, for a German, Not certainly right? enough. No, not enough for me either. So Frank's the only guy I know that can get a square peg in a round hole and, and you know turn two beers into a dozen. So he's, uh, I guess, there's a water into wine kind of concept there too. So all right, yeah, explains the outfit. <laughs> so Mickey's been deep into the cigar industry for a long time, but um, 
now that you're a few years into it, is there something that you wish you had known before? And here, here it is. Well, luckily, Saka spelled it all out. Yeah. So, you know, we have no trouble at this point roadmapping it out. I, I mean, I, what, what I didn't realize coming from the outside in, as, as Mickey says, from the consumer side in is, you know, the collegiality of this industry. I mean, everybody's open and sharing and friendly. And, you know, there's some there's some competition and there's some things that, you know, happen behind the scenes, but it, it's a really great industry to be associated yeah, you're with. Not, you're not big enough yet because have, when you, when you get a little bit bigger and stuff, then you're going to start seeing people come at yeah, you. Yeah, they clam at, they clam they're up. Not, they're not uh, scared of you I yet. got a little bit just recently. Yeah, I really got it. I got like, what did I ever Congratulations. do? Congratulations. What did I ever do this guy? <laughs> That's success. Guy I kind of liked. I found out he's a jackass. Yeah. Is, a, Is there anyone in the industry uh, for either of you that you, Learn something that was pivotal for your company that you didn't expect from that person you were going to learn it? I don't know. I've always been a student of the game. I'm a, I've been, I'm a cut and paster kind of guy, so I try to take the best of what I like, what somebody brings to the table. I mean, if you even look at some of our packaging, there's, as Davidoff asked, some of our blending is obviously the influence from my old days. Obviously, the people I learned from are still people that we buy tobacco from. Uh, I say we buy tobacco. Rocky buys the tobacco. We quote Sharon in that. Um, no, I mean I've been a fan of a lot of these characters. There's some new, there's some new people that we were talking about. Terrence Riley, uh, I love what he's doing out there. He's visible. Yeah, he's having fun uh, and he's passionate about it. So it's um, it's good to see because I think I was about his age when I was doing that in my old hat, going around just yeah. uh, living on the road. And uh, the, the the interesting thing is your relationship on with CAO in, in the day when CAO and the Onsingers own their own brand right. in there, and what that ended up doing. For a, a relatively very, very small company that blew up into a big company, you know, being with Davidoff, they were big when you, the day you started with them and they were big when the day you left with them. But you were there with CAO as a tiny little thing. Yeah, but you know, it's like uh, success is overnight. So, you know, John O'Osgener uh, built that company and it wasn't, scars weren't involved in it, but he built that in 1968. So he had a footprint of where to go. You know, when you talk as about pipes, as pipe, well, right. Mearsheim pipes, and he had especially yes. Mearsheim pipes. He had, a, he had an engineering background. He came with a, re, and also when he got into cigars, he designed a reverse osmosis humidification system. Uh, he had already come out with the gold, which got some foundation out yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, and so th- there was a foundation, there was places to go. We started the business. Thank God I had friends in the industry to have a, even a, a jumping off point to go launch and get on the shelves out there. Right. So, uh, you know, so it was not as warm as that. So, you know, they were 40 years old by the time that the company sold. So th- there has to be a lot to be said. And then obviously with Tim getting involved with his, uh, you know, his marketing yeah. uh, prowess and, and his uh, extraordinary, you know, you know, he, he was a trained stand-up comedian. Yes. So uh, theater major at USC. So, uh, you know, there was a lot. Oh, yeah, John Huber that was there with we the We had the best, and I said it on the yeah. show, we had the best collection of characters. Yes. And people said to me, when we, I had to build that sales force, they go, you're never going to get it. You're going to get these recycled old hags and stuff like that. And look at the characters, and they're here today. They're national sales managers. They're, and yes. And uh, right now, you know, we're obviously, it's funny because I got rid of brokers in two cases, and now we're... Uh, we're going to brokers. You should see these characters we got around the country. They're yeah. absolutely hilarious. Yeah. So CAO kind of built itself up more as an experience-based company than it is a cigar company. And so how much of that do you plan on using going forward? Yeah, so... Because let's face it, buy three, get one free is not an event. It's No. It's an no. event that you guys are here and you're signing boxes and people are taking pictures. That part is building the experience, but the 
free stuff you get with a box is exactly so dime a dozen right now you know we have to follow into that basic model right now but we're constantly having conversations and quite frankly some really healthy conversations with you guys behind the scenes that's Jonathan I think I as you know I always come in and pick your brain about this and that so we're going to differentiate that stuff so one of the things that we've done that's a little bit uh I think progressive um is the fact that we went to 12-count boxes on our new Colorado and our new Habano because uh, I had retailers that said, you're crazy. Why were you doing it? It's cabinet-style, four or three, you're crazy. You're leaving money on the table. We'll tell you in 2023 if it was right or wrong. But we're growing. No, you don't. We're, we're, growing in a, we're, we're growing in a saturated market, and people want to bring us in whether they like the cigar or not, and that's great to have that background. But Mickey, we only have so much footage. And I think on your last show, you were talking about footage or, or box. So we, we took that approach. The other thing is, as I'm going back down to the factories in May, and uh, I think Frank's going to finish up some conversations with Jay and Rob over at Boboda, we're going to put all those in all our packaging. And that goes back to my old CAO days. We, that gives us a piece of insurance. That gives us a backup to set extra person because we are nimble right now. So making sure that our product, we, we believe in it. So. On the one hand, I think it's smart to have a 12-count box because that makes the box buy a very yeah. easy jump. Someone's going to grab a handful. Right. You get a discount. If you just double down, you're going to save yourself in the long run. Yeah. Okay, that's good. The downside is that you can't capture the same footprint that a Padron could capture, a Perdomo could well, capture. Well, Perdomo's a great example. With the 36 inches, that, that whole theory of being able to be seen by the consumer how much of your business model right now is relying on the sales staff in the shops, knowing your product, believing in your product, and showing your product? Because I think that's that's the shot you got. Well, we always you always want to have that belief, but it's not there. You're only as good as your last visit, as you know. So, you know, from that standpoint, we do feel comfortable. Where we I don't are. think you suck, by the way. <laughs> I don't. No, but I think well, we believe where we are today, what we're trying to do is get on that shelf and secure the shelf. We always talk about all the time, like the easiest, it's extremely hard, but the easiest part of a relationship with a retailer is getting that initial order. It's still very difficult and you get all the footprint you want in there, but that's the easy part. You know, you got to have, I say three turns in an event because I don't consider an event a turn, even though you could turn as much or more. I mean, shit, look at what we sold this morning in the last two days. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, it was like having five events and, you know, whatever. So that when you do an event, that should be a force multiplier for them to return and cap course. Them, to capture them to return. I don't want to explore. The goal is to get it so that it's in, it's in a few more people's regular rotation. Right. Yeah. And if you can score a box buyer out of it, then you, that's a huge win. Right. And, take and hopefully up. they give them out to a couple of friends. Hey, you got to try this. Yeah. They, 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 they've just paid to be our advertiser, our yeah. marketing agent. Take nothing away from the guy that just buys a couple of singles because that's an important thing because we're going to watch yeah. what that guy – the guy comes back. Listen, this is how you won the Cigar of the Year. Right. The guy buys a couple of singles. He comes back. We see him two, three days later, and he says, give me a box of those. Two, three days? Wow. Yeah. How about an hour later? Yeah, we Seabrook, go. Yeah, sat down, smoked Jim one. Jim doesn't even put the singles out. Yeah. He makes you feel like a jackass to walk over and get the single. Then he sits you down and he puts a glass of water in your hand or whatever. Yeah. Or a soda pop or Coke yeah. or whatever you guys call it. And then it comes back and the guy comes up, I'll take a box. And I go, okay. And he goes, oh, whoa, stop. I, I, I want one of those too. I was like, 
Okay, me yeah. and Frank were laughing our ass yeah. off. I mean, there we, there we go. All yeah. the way to the bank, right? <laughs> yeah, Frank was running a little late coming out of the airport yesterday. By ten fifteen, I think we sold like six boxes. So. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. There we go. So uh, this week was the TAA, yes. Tobacconist Association of America, and I remember you at TAA. Uh, <laughs> oh, baby! Some of the fo- there we go. Barry White <laughs> get, get, getting up with the band and singing as Barry White, and uh, and Tim was another one that. Tim from CAO, he would get up and impersonate all the people that were there. Yes. Uh, the most unbelievable times I've ever had, people talk about TAA today is the greatest. No, back in those days, TAA was the greatest. Uh, everybody felt like friends with everybody else. I mean, it was great. Well, I, my favorite one of all time was the one in Tucson. And, um, you know, Rocky had that party on the ranch. Then I was a DJ, and we got up there, and we started singing, yes. doing karaoke. Yes, And then next thing you know, it's 5 o'clock in the morning, and I'm in a jacuzzi smoking a cigar with Eric Norton. So it's like, I'm like, hey, i got to go do a presentation in an hour. And right. Half. So. Unbelievable. So I, I think this is uh, the first year I ever missed TAA, yeah. uh, understaffed at two guys, like everybody is across the country right now. So it's a problem, and I didn't get to go. But I'm looking at... Uh, TAA exclusives. And in those days, there were two TAA exclusives. Now they have so many uh, that are out there. Every, everybody's putting them out. And I think that they're, they're starting to milk it down because it's just Market so. Market saturated. Yeah. Uh, but looking at it, C, uh, CLE Asylum put, put one out as a uh, 6x54. Interesting, uh, the 1118 uh, shape. Crown Heads put the Lost Angel out, uh, which used to be. Um, the T, uh, it used to stand for TAA, the Angel Anvil. Yes. Um, E.P. Carrillo put one out. Ferry Otago, Timeless, brand new brand that's out there, but they, they put one out too. Elysion did it, just to name a few. Hoy de Nicaragua, La Flor Dominicana, the Golden Solomon. Rocky Patel put a decade that's out there. And I don't see... It, you know, looking at them, any, uh, I have to have this, you know, which was in the day, I have to have this. So, number one, do you want to be in TAA? D- does um, St. Francis belong in TAA? And oh, if please. so, what would you put out that would be m- more interesting that, that, uh, that... That's two tiers because, you know, we, we, we look at TAA, we're definitely talking to those people. Have a lot of great relationships over there. It's one of my, the finest memories we have. Um, and I know there's a lot of retailers that say, F, you know, TAA, they don't like those guys and blah, blah, blah. And they think that they act like a mafia and stuff like that. No, I don't think that way. We re- recognize them. When you talk about these special blends and these things that are coming out, yes, there's certain little s- s- projects that we're working on. And we got one for 2023. But our th- we have four lines out there. That are marketing, and we just celebrated our second anniversary on November first, All Saints Day. And I don't want to distract you. People have to know, like we were talking about earlier. People think that we're everywhere right now because of the, all the shows yeah. being on and going around and doing these events and everything. Oh, Mickey, you're everywhere. No, we're not. We have the Colorado and the Habano that just came out. Yeah, and I have people that I know will carry our product. I believe will carry our product. They don't even have dedication in St. Francis. I'm still getting some of my friends, Mickey. You're in the store as soon as you walk through the door. I'm trying to get there, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So doing special projects like that, uh, you know, that, I think that's challenging and that's tough. 
I will tell you, I can't wait for us to have that discussion and have that problem. So, but we're not there. For where we are, we got to become, again, like I talk about, a horse in that stable. If I'm a horse in your stable, that means that I'm a horse in the consumer stable. Yeah. The most important person in this, in, in this whole industry is the consumer. Yeah, absolutely. And understand and respect the venue that, that gets there. They're always not going to be a market maker. So that's why you always, John Huber and I used to talk about all the time, consumer first, but respect that, that venue that gets there. And if you confuse them, it's a little tough. So that's what we're trying to do right so now. So you, you, is it getting easier to get the, your court cigars in people's stores now that you've got some awards and some attention onto it? Or is it still, it's been a short time, but is it still a battle? You've taken care of your friends. They've already taken it in. Now you're done with using all your friends. Now it's... Yeah, well, I haven't used all our friends yet. But uh, Frank will probably tell you more about that because he just sees the activity. I'm, yeah, I got there. I'm like, move, 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 move. Yeah. But I will tell you that... The span of getting it on the shelf is a lot lower. It was three to five visits, one to three. Now one visit, you're in it, you're in it, done All it right. out. So that's helping. Now the fact that we brought these brokers on, it's very exciting. We got Tommy Klein out out west somewhere. We got um, somewhere. Some, somewhere. He, know, he knows where I'm Actually, I'm going to be with him in Kansas City and St. Louis next week. Uh, some of these I, guys, old-time guys that you knew from before, are these I know, young guns? Uh, most guys are new that I've, uh, I've met and uh, admired their their work ethic. That you bumped into while you are on the road? Yeah, we've been... Hey, listen, we wanted brokers from day one, but we weren't in a hurry to get them. Let's, let's get into the right fit, try to get into that right... That's a marriage, you know? It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's get a, let's not get into something that we have to unwind. Yeah, you don't want to be on page 30 in someone's portfolio. You want right. to be up in the top five. Yeah, and also there's a matrix that you want to be in, too. So you want to make sure that you have... You know, a branding difference. You want a price point difference, which is a little bit harder because a lot of people do play in that $10 range. And then obviously a taste <clears> profile <throat> difference. And most of these profiles, we are. So so I can. We're smoking the All Saints Colorado. It's a St. Francis, Colorado. Um, I can't help but compare it to St. Francis, the cigar of the year. Yeah. And dare I say, I actually, on a personal level, like it better. It's smoother, more creamy, more... Um, yes, because... Like a, a salted caramel. <laughs> I've heard that somewhere before. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, the, the dynamics of it, too. So what do you guys do? Like, what I tell people, I, I hate the fact that you guys rank cigar strength by number because... But I do it anyways. I, I say I hate it, but I end up doing it. Because sometimes people are like, dude, I thought two guys... Or Cigar Authority loves you guys. They just gave you a 6.5. I'm like, they're talking about the strength scale. It's not what you say, it's what they hear. So talking in your vernacular and the feedback that I get from around everybody, I say that our St. Francis is a 6.5. That is a 4.5. Exactly. And so, the chat room well, agrees, you, 65% said between 4 and 5. Exactly. Yeah. So, I so, agree. Uh, but that's feedback from you guys and them following you guys and listening to yeah. your fans and other fans and, you know, it's funny. People don't even know are busting my balls. You got pegged and all this other stuff. Mm. And four point four. That, so, that was pretty funny. I yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny when <laughs> when it's a season. Oh, somewhere in the Hamptons, you got dough. Yeah. When your last name turns into a verb, you're an asshole. Right. right Especially right. that verb. Yeah. yeah. Yep. If you don't answer the question, you get pegged. If somebody doesn't answer it, <laughs> and the funny thing is, Dave doesn't know. He does the yeah. other. Yeah. Don't yeah. look it up. Yeah. Don't yeah. look up what pegging is. Really? Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. Jonathan knows what it is. <laughs> well versed. 
All right, let's take a break. When we come back, I have some questions from our listeners and some live ones on the chat box uh, for Mickey. Uh, we got some, uh, we're going to talk about group text and uh, some other stuff. Stick around, everybody. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, 
The Padrón family understands the significance of time. Padrón delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padrón recipe was born. The Padrón mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hi, this is Rocky Patel from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on United Podcast Network, the best and only podcast for cigars in the world. And we're back, and we're smoking the All Saints, St. Francis, Colorado, the Robusto, and we have Mickey and St. Francis here with us from All Saints Cigars. <laughs> Franklin. Franklin, yeah. yes. My mom will be so proud. Winner of the 2021 Cigar of the Year. So... uh Honestly, I like this better than the Cigar of the Year, from, from my own personal taste. I, I like it a lot, too. I like that it, it is on the milder side as far as the um, the strength of it. But flavor-wise, there's a lot more going on. There's a lot more different tastes happening. Is it, Do you think that wrapper opened that up a little bit to get in there? Cause I, is it just color, though? It's not just color. It's a different wrapper. It's, uh, they're both Ecuadorian. Okay. The process of what they do to the wrapper is different. If right. you notice the, uh, the Oscuro wrapper, it's got a little bit more thickness to it. This wrapper is a little bit thinner. It's a little bit, a little bit more feminine. I, I guess I shouldn't say that, but uh, it's a little, bit, a little bit of a lighter wrapper. Yeah. It opens the insides a little bit more. This, I think. this would be a good side-by-side uh, comparison thing um, of it, but we'll get to that. Uh, so how do you feel about group texts? <laughs> Yeah. And he's leaving out. He, he's great as long as he's not on him. So, little inside thing that I've been once again knocked into this group text thing where all hours of the night. He hates it. Of course, I'm not involved in the conversation, and, and everybody's out drinking at night, and I go to bed early, and it's going bing, 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 bing of all the stuff. And I'm like, okay, enough of this shit of whatever's going on. And. I have some I just have to mute. You just have to mute the conversation and catch up on it once a week. Well, and I had my daughter do it for me. I said, yeah. this group texting, and she says, mute it. And I go, how do you do it? And she did it for me. I actually have to learn how to do it because I didn't know it existed. If it exists and I get it once and I mute, okay. But I've been on this crazy you multiple stuff. You can leave the conversation, stuff. too. There's a button yeah. you can hit to leave the conversation, too. I usually respond and say, get me off this thing. but <laughs> Unsubscribe. Right. He would like to do that. He would like to unsubscribe. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Mickey put me on this thing. He doesn't, he doesn't often answer direct text messages, let alone group ones, well, because he assumes they're all groups. Well, he never returns any of my phone calls or texts, and then I get on to this group text, and I walk into Seabrook, they're like, why'd you do that? I'm like, what to what? Like, put him on a group text. He hates group texts. Yeah. Doesn't go, everyone know that? But he doesn't everybody responded, hate it? But he, not to me, but he... That's a step forward. He finally responded to something like... Yeah, you're never going to get a response. And I'll tell you how his brain works. His brain works like this. I'm going to bed. And then he goes to bed. I'll deal with that tomorrow. And then tomorrow happens. And the text has already been opened. And And that's it. It's over. He doesn't answer. He answers me in person. I'll text him at night. (laughs) 
Nothing. First thing in the morning, he walks in with the answer to my text. I'm, I'm good from 6 in the morning to, let's say, 8 at night. And then that's it. It's off. Six to six. Next weekend for the uh, 12th anniversary extravaganza, I, I we're going to be pushing. Yes, we're pushing the envelope for yeah. sure, which is next week. Can you believe it? Get him a carrier pigeon. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Right now, it's time to Ask the Dawn by Don Rafael Sagaz. It's time to Ask the Dawn. Brought to you by Don Rafael Sagaz. Don Rafael cigars are premium cigars. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. The subject is, how many cigars until you decide you don't like it? Gentlemen, my question is simple. How many cigars of the same brand, size, type, etc. do you smoke before you decide you don't like it? As an example, I finally smoked my St. Francis from the Contenders Pack, and it was one of the best cigars I've ever had. Because the All Saints guys were coming up this weekend, I decided to smoke the Colorado from the Care Package. I didn't like it. I was shocked because I absolutely loved the St. Francis. Today I went to Nashua and met with the guys and bought two boxes from them, but skipped the Colorado. Thankfully, they added some Colorados to the free cigars so I could try them again. I usually buy two cigars of the same when I try something new so I can make a fair assessment. What do you guys do? Barry? That's signed Sean. So if I smoke a cigar that I don't like, first of all, I always buy at least two. But if I smoke a cigar and I don't like it, I'll go back to it in like another month. A month later. Yeah, because there's so many variables that could have happened. You know, it could have been something you had for breakfast. You could have been a little dehydrated. And it's going to change the way a cigar tastes. So I wait a month, put the preconception of not liking it out of my mind, and then I revisit it. I can't, again, never remembering that I would do that, but it's tomorrow is I'm smoking the same cigar I didn't like. And it's so weird as I'm gearing up for that. I'm like, wow, I just don't like that cigar. And grab another one. That's for tomorrow. It's sitting right on my desk waiting so I don't forget. Uh, and then do it. And it's happened that, okay, it was me that day. Uh, and it happens. Um, same for restaurants. Did you, you try a restaurant? Uh, if the service is bad, I won't go back. And, but, and granted, they could have had uh, off, you know, an yeah, off day. But, but you don't I, give them I, a second I, chance on I service. I won't go back on service. Yeah. yeah. Restaurants, I think, are more geared that way. It's a lot of effort. You put a lot of money in it a lot of time. You got to get there. You got to park. You got to do all this mm-hmm. stuff. But, yeah. Cigars. The fact that that Sean is actually doing that again. Thank you yeah. for that because you usually don't get that in the consumer. Even like a heavy consumer that smokes a lot of cigars, they give you one chance. You know, so yeah. you get you only got one chance to get it right the first time. So it's uh, thank you, Sean, for giving it another chance. Yeah, we we spent some time with Sean yesterday. I remember him, and, and we did give him some Colorado. And they left. He left out the most important part, which is did he like the second one? So I guess we're going to have to hear he back. Probably on that. Maybe, maybe maybe he can step into the confessional next week and let us know. How it went. Let's look at that. Okay, so are you guys worried about the FDA and the two thousand seven FDA date uh, where you weren't a brand before? And this is coming up again. It actually never went away, but everybody assumed FDA went away, and that's not the case. We're seeing them start poke themselves in. Is there a worry for a, for a small, newer company with new brands of it goes away? So in a broad sense, we're always worried about the FDA, whether they're getting involved with anything or doing anything, sure. monitoring that. 
But from the way we're structured and the way we, uh, we've done our business, we are protected another two, uh, the 2007, except for our miter, which is our 5 by 54 torpedo with a, kind of like a bellicosa head. Okay. Because that, that shape came in after 2007. All right. So, so everything else you think is is uh, substantially yeah, I, equivalent or whatever. Well, we got another cigar Fatola shape that we're going to launch with all four of our brands in the summer. Uh, I think we have to verify, but I'm pretty sure that's okay. That that made the 2000. That mold made the 2000. There's a couple different components. I don't like to talk about them all because it's not. I don't want them to know how. Sure. Yeah, but but the one thing is one of the specific things that shape had to be in production. Correct. So from it, that particular factory, dark fire cured tobacco yeah, yeah. is what the other things are. Listen, I have a we have the Lagiana brand. It's a natural Maduro, and it comes in six sizes. And then we have the Angelic that comes in five sizes because one of the sizes was not grandfathered in. Right. Yeah. That we put out after on the other two, yeah. but it's not going to end up being grandfathered in there. And uh, Davidoff makes our cigar, and I said, "Well, just put it through." And they go, "Absolutely not." Oh, it's yeah. interesting that that's how your mind works, which I find fascinating because there's two camps in the cigar industry right now. There's one camp when they see something that's fucked up, they point at it, they scream about it, they, they write articles, they blog about it, they make videos about it. And then there's the other camp that goes, eh, you know what, this might be fucked up, I'm not going to talk about it. There we go. Which is the smarter thing. Which is thing. the absolutely smarter way to go about it. You, know, you understand our Miranda rights. When yeah. when a policeman right. pulls you over and he says you have the right to remain silent, shut the fuck up. It well, is what he's not to you the to not to the level you did in the last show, but you know you, you you're learning. Yeah. Well, well, I, well listen, yeah. I was in the financial world. Yeah. I'll tell you a quick story. I one time I was with um, I emailed a, a, a financial advisor. He had asked me what was my football number in college. He thought maybe we played. I played small school football, and I wrote back fifty two. Hour later, my boss is calling. He's like, "What the hell are you doing?" I go, your whole email shut down, compliance is involved. And I go, what did I do? He goes, you cannot email a number without a disclaimer and an explanation. Because really? I could have been talking about comp or backdoor comp or whatever, backdoor, what they call underwater points. And, uh, I go, and, and okay. a sec- as a secret code? Yeah, no number. You cannot send it. Yeah, it flags. Uh, on, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, that's a red. There's certain words, too, that are red flags. You, so yeah, that's interesting. You could have sent that on a group text. Yeah, but you know, the other thing too is like <laughs> you know from fun. that side, Jonathan is you, know, you. I don't know if you were in debate club. I kind of did it while I sucked at it. But one of the things you did is you would have to practice and you take the opposition that you were to take just so you could again counter that when, sure. you, when you had that. So you, you kind of had that with these guys. They they set a set of rules that I think we could navigate unless they they pound on top of it. Um, so well, the we'll the point is, don't give the evidence to them. Right, don't That's, hand it over. Yeah, especially yeah. not on a podcast that is I searchable know. for history. Right. Correct. It's the it, number one podcast. It, in the yeah, yeah. I mean, really? it, it becomes Where would they the look? exhibit in, in the, a case. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's going to be part of this. I'm just seeing so much of it. It's crazy, and it's time right now to get crazy and take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. (laughs) 
A lesser-known tourist attraction in New York is the Museum of Sex, and this past week, a man managed to get off with stolen merchandise. According to security camera footage, the man broke into the museum and took two t-shirts from the gift shop. The museum, which features over 15,000 artifacts, including ancient sex toys, an issue of Playboy magazine in Braille, and a primitive sex doll. Really? But all the thief got was a lousy t-shirt, and that's not only insane, it's a silo. <laughs> That's crazy. How long can a cucumber last? <laughs> That's my question. Especially once you got I want to know the, the, the Braille Playboy, like the nipples raised. I don't know. They don't, do they even make... Playboy doesn't have nude anymore, right? I think they went back. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, the after show is going to be interesting. We're going to talk about magazines, not Playboy magazine, but we're going to do a side-by-side comparison with Cigar Aficionado and Cigar Journal. They both landed on my desk at the same time this week, I looked through both of them, and I saw very, very different magazines. So I put a spreadsheet together, and I'm a little side-by-side comparison. I was shocked. I think you will be, too. We'll have that on the after show, and I'll leave you guys out of it so that you're not part of this thing because maybe you want to advertise or uh, get good ratings and stuff. I figured, you know, I haven't been written up in 30 years, so... Uh, <laughs> I might as well just say well, what I got to well, say. It's funny you say that. The perfect thing is we, we were going to we announced that we were going to have price increases, and we were going to probably use some of that whatever. And also, we had a plan to maybe use some of that market for marketing dollars or, or their strategic spends. And we thought about print just because that's how we kind of got into. Well, sure, we, kinda, well, we both got in at different times, and we said, "No, let's uh, let's maintain that that dollar point structure and pass it forward." That's our marketing. That's our advertising. That's our magazine spend. And matter of fact, it was Frank, not me, that said that, which was shocking because it's usually the sales guy says, don't raise prices, don't raise prices. I was like, we got to raise like 2%. We went back and forth for two hours while I was driving. Another thing I don't like that happens in the media is when you say we're going to announce a price increase, you're announcing it to your retailers. You're not announcing it to the podcasters or bloggers to actually write a story about it because it's not good. Nobody wants to do it. You don't want to do it. But, hey, this is the world we live in right now. Everything's going up dramatically in price. Good thing we're not selling fuel. Well, (laughs) well, the good news is I had to call everybody back and then say that we're not having a price increase. And you say, why is that good news? They talked about us twice in the press. Yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> that's, that's interesting, too. I think when they're, when they're talking negatively, uh, and I believe in, in the power of press, bad press is still press. And, For sure. And, you know, some of these guys that they're ranking on right now are actually having a heyday right now. They're so much attention to them, and they're selling lots of stuff because they're talking negatively about them. So just some things you've got to just lay off. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna go all deep in in the after show. Frank and I are gonna be downstairs selling. Yeah, selling and stay out of this one. Uh, let me ask you guys: What advice would you give somebody wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? Is there any advice that you could give them that they're considering going all in, like you guys did? Like maybe a dollar figure they should start. Not a dollar. I'm just kidding. Uh, well, you said the dollar figure on the last show, and I did agree to it because you were almost spot on, and that's basically what Frank and I did. Um, you know, I believe this is Frank because, you know, Frank has a, an incredible background, you know, in the VC world. So, you know, what's interesting about Frank is that he he didn't put all his – Is that virtual Frank, circumcision? Frank, 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 <laughs> Frank, Frank has – he has a couple more Just nickels than I do. But so, I mean, when I, I put my life savings, that was also maintaining lifestyle. I got five years to 
to get a, a real paycheck. So, but w- you know, with that said, is that Frank has a unique, you know, that leadership capacity that he had at the Air Force Academy, the way he does, the way he even, I mean, he's got some guys in his pockets that are close to billionaires and they're really interesting people and they hang on every word he says. And I'm not just not kissing his ass. It's one of the reasons I love this guy. So. Hell of a lead up. If you give a one word answer after that, yeah. it's over. No, I mean, from yeah. that perspective, and he's a, he's, he's an absolute incredible student of anything that he's interested in. I mean, you guys were talking about FTs earlier. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. you talk about the cigars and him learning the blending process and, and learning those, 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 those type of things. And obviously his, his natural business acumen and the model that we built, we just didn't come in and just say through money how to get it. I mean, there was a lot of, we, there was some planning that was done on that. So, Frank, why don't you answer? That's a long way of letting me answer. I was trying to talk to you to take that freaking robe off. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't work either. Uh, I mean, the the advice, and it's the same advice you give, is don't. But if you must, there's some things to consider. And and you you hit on the substantial equivalence. That is a barrier to entry. That's something everybody needs to consider. You know, it, it is a regulated product. And regulated products come with a lot of rules that you need to follow. So, before you start doing anything make sure you understand what the rules of the game are and get it all in order yeah we had the advantage because when i got out uh we were still talking about s chip and all that stuff that was going right. on so that was and that was there and then we you know you got out before that came in no i was okay. I, that, that's there. just i was just just all right that. so that that was interesting so that was um we had already had that built in and obviously working with i think i told the story with rocky is when we went down to go meet with him uh we had a list of about 30 questions. We went in there and we walk into the room. There's Rocky, there's Nish, there's Nimish, there's Dave Bullock, Mr. B was in there, and uh, Hamlet was in there. uh, Dave Bullock. We walk in, we were getting ready to ask these questions. They came at us like a machine gun, especially Mr. B. And Rocky didn't say a word. He's just sitting there smoking a cigar. They were interviewing you. Yeah, Yeah. so they were interviewing us. And Mr. B goes, I need to see your financials. He goes, could you tell me these numbers? Could you prove these numbers? We said, yes. Uh, you know, all confidential. And said, yes. And Rocky at the end looks up and goes, Mickey, are you going to do what you did last time? The last two times? I go, yep. He goes, we're done. Let's go. Nemish, you guys book a trip. Get down, uh, get down to the factory again. That, that is so important for them to do that, to, to see if yep. you guys have a path for success, because there's no sense in them putting all the, right. the effort into it. I do the same, believe it or not, when I'm actually buying a brand. I want to help the little guy, too. Right. But if I see no path for success for the little guy, why am I going to do it and put somebody on it? And then the next thing you know, it's a closeout brand and it's over. And, I, you know, I almost want to go through the financials of a cigar yeah. company before taking their brand in. Dave, yeah. when I came to meet with you the first time, you always asked very similar questions on a different, uh, more of a, from a retailer parallel. And, you know, it's funny when we walked out of there and Frank goes, who interviewed who? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you know. I just been through it too many times. Of yeah. I'm gonna, I'm about when I take a brand, and I'm just not taking a brand. I'm taking a brand, and I'm gonna give it everything I have to possibly get, give it give it success. So let me not get into this because I've done it so many times. Of there's no path for success of this brand, right. and it just falls off. And how many times am I gonna do that? So here you are coming in, you guys have working capital. You're ready to go through. The, through the lean times and all the stuff like this. Yeah, we have all those things. We all went right. to that lean time. Yeah. One of the greatest cigar years of all time. And everybody goes, you must have killed it. What a great time to get in the industry. And I go, what are you, a fucking you, moron? You weren't in enough places. We were behind the curtain. Yes. So we had about 40 accounts. And I'm freaking out. Frank is cool. He could have been freaking out. I don't know. 
he's cool as a cucumber. He goes, all right, we're going to chat. You're going to figure my old college. Chat, you're going to figure it out. So for literally those first two months, I loaded up my car. I probably shouldn't say this, but I loaded up my car full of product and went around and hand-delivered from Northern Virginia up to New Jersey cigars to my friends and people that supported me and ran their credit card to the closest retailer to that address. So I would zip it. And then whoever, yeah, they got the so, credit. Listen, I don't know if Frank knows the story. It, it never happened, and I'm going to say it anyway. I got a call from you, and you said, listen, I want to set up a tent in your parking lot and live in the tent because you saw me out there selling oh, yeah. on, on there. And I was going to no, get an RV. Yeah? I was going to work my way up and get in an RV. And I'm like, yeah, you're not going to live in the parking lot. I'm not letting you. And you go, I'll do it. I'll do it. And I said, I appreciate it a lot. And our business is hurting, but it ain't worth it. No, I'm not going to let you do it. You remember this, Ed? Did I end up saying that story? I'm like, no. Oh, wow. yeah, but listen, it, just you saying it said, I am I'm willing to do anything. Right. To, for success of this brand, and that's the success of this I brand. I think we just witnessed Dave playing telephone with himself. How, um, <laughs> well, you know, the, the, also, you know, talking about that and the strength for us and the ability were us using the Tabacusa factory. Well, and, I wanted to ask you about that too. The, what is the tobacco shortage? How is that affecting you if it is at all? Yeah, so a little bit, yes and no. So, so Tab, just clear, Tabacusa. Uh, is owned by Rocky. He's got a lot of great things coming out of there. I'm pretty sure they keep telling me we're the only ones that had that type of relationship there. And I think that was when Rocky was proving and saying, hey, okay, you can do this. And that was just, that's unbelievable that we had that ability. Um, but what were you saying again? <laughs> tobacco <laughs> shortage. Oh, tobacco shortage. So we are okay with our existing blends. Okay. There are certain, there are certain things that we have in there, not Condega and not Jalapa. So, I mean, you know, we, we say Contagio and we say Jalapa, those regions. Those regions are getting subsect right now. So they're, you're going to see different uh, tasting profiles. Oh, they're getting so creative so many places. But there are certain tobaccos that we can't do as of this moment in a future blend. And there's some that I was looking at with Rocky that uh, we wanted to use that, you know, because we have access, well, almost full access to his full libraries of tobacco. Now, there's other tobaccos, and I can do my magic. We're talking, that's what this last trip was about. I'm going to do a little bit on the May trip where I can entice them to, you know, hey, remember me, blah, blah, blah. I did it, I did it with Nestor Jr. Yeah, yeah. I said, we need more Thomas Ron. So, you know, it's, uh, he goes, okay. Um, but Nestor Sr. and Rocky are best friends. So, it's, uh, but it's, um, you know, yeah. So if he said he could do that, then okay. So. There, because. I'm hearing from a lot of manufacturers, there is a shortage of tobacco. There's yeah. a shortage of rollers. There's a shortage of tobacco. The, so the rollers, I was just, so I was down there. You didn't see all the, the only guy that had a full house of rollers was Skip Martin. And it's all the same Very people. Very small, see but yeah, there. same people. They're all sitting in the same seat. They're doing the same style everywhere. Uh, our pairs were down a little bit. Um, uh, I saw, yeah. So, yeah, that that is down. Uh Box, when you talk about boxes, all our boxes are made there, and that is actually an advantage for us right now. There is um, not so much a shortage of wood in Nicaragua, but there's not a surplus. So we haven't got any warning. You know, Nimish, you ever talk to Nimish? He's, he's filterless. He'll tell you, this is coming. Better do this. Um, now, Honduras, they just got to completely, they, they're screwed in wood. So. And then when you hear people have a packaging back order in Nicaragua, it's usually because their packaging is coming in from outside the yes. country somewhere. So... 
Well, and there's uh, definitely some problems with paper. I mean, you tried to get bands, and yeah. you know, that's that's tough. Uh, my wife's in the paper industry, and I, I can tell you that there's challenges there as well. So, so I think some of that tobacco shortage that you're, that you're hearing about, I think that's going to affect 2023, 2024. Um, so, you know, obviously. Uh, yeah. I mean, the other thing is we're, we're blessed in being the size we are. We don't take up everybody's tobacco, right? Right. right. <clears throat> it also allows us some access to tobacco that maybe there isn't enough for Rocky to do a full line. Yeah, right? just yep. the penetration. So you know that's some of the power that you guys talk about with the boutique cigars and and how those things can. Sure. Can yeah, yeah. There's one tobacco different. I want to work with, and I think if if I can experiment and we can get it done correctly, that I would get it because if he wanted to do it, he would do it, would do it on such a large scale. All right. So I might have the first. We might have. I, not used to us being together all the time. Uh, we'll have the first writer. You know, so, so far, have uh, <laughs> is there anything I didn't ask you that I should have asked you so far? Any, no, but can questions? I say something real quick? Yes. Uh, Again? <laughs> no, no. So I think the last time I was on the show was my, um, my oldest daughter's first collegiate race. Yes. So this is the spring's the big season, and um, uh, this is, it's, it's amazing. And she's a freshman. And the bad news, and she was trying to get into a four, if you know what that is, you know, the four the boat. Uh, or I'm sorry, they don't call them boats, they call them shells. Uh, is that she didn't make that. That's the bad news. The good news is she's in the eight varsity as a freshman. As a freshman. Yeah. Congratulations. Big. And, and my uh, youngest daughter is, um, she's playing basketball today. Or no, my, yeah, basketball today. She came off and tore both her MCLs. Or not, not really bad, so it's just the healing process. And my middle daughter is going to the daddy-daughter dance tonight with my father-in-law. So. Oh, no. Because so this was committed before I'm then. so sorry. So we want to bust my balls. Oh. I came so late all right. in the year after winning the award. All right. So all, all's off if, if uh, I'm You sorry. literally had nothing else to do since you won the award to now. You could have come any of those weekends and you picked this one. <laughs> nothing well, to do. He had nothing yeah, to do? If you were on nothing. Facebook, you see I haven't been home. That's yes. right. Not on Facebook. All right. What's our final thoughts here on uh, All Saints, St. Francis, Colorado, Robusto, Barry, what do you think of this? It's like you said before we started or, or during the show as well. It's smooth. It's creamy. There's a little bit of a cacao note to it. A um, little salted caramel. This is like really, really creepy. Mickey's hanging on his every word. It's a really good cigar. Something I would smoke on the regular. This yeah. is something, and, really? and Barry's kind of hinting at it without saying it. This is something that somebody that smokes very full-bodied cigars you're not going to smoke this and not be satisfied. It's a very satisfying flavor profile. It just doesn't happen to have the drive of nicotine that fuller-bodied smokers are looking for. It's not lacking in flavor at all. Plenty of flavor. Plenty of flavor. I, I love it. I love it more than the Cigar of the Year. How possible right. is that? I think we're looking at another contender for the Cigar of the Year. Beautiful. That's what I say. Uh, All right. A lot of year left. There we go. Uh, We're going to take a break. And when we come back, I got a lightning round of tough questions for these guys over here uh, that must be answered to totally redeem themselves from the infamous non-answering interview from the past. These are lightning round questions. So get ready for them. That and lots more. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. 
We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigarjournal.com let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, 
this old school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Jason Lamb from Guitar Ninjas. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we got them coming up. Yeah, we do. It's coming next week. Jason Land. And we're in the last hour of our 12th year, 11th year. 12th year. Of our 12th year. This is the last hour of our 12 years. Next year starts the 13th year. It is. And joining us are the recipients of the Cigar of the Year. Uh, Mickey and Frank. Uh, welcome back, everybody. And we are going to light up uh, from the guy that makes your cigars uh, is a Rocky Patel I've never smoked before. Barry, tell us about this. Yep, it's the Rocky Patel Vintage 2006, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Rocky Patel. The size is five and three quarters by 50 slash 58, a bala, which is a Salomon, and it's a TAA exclusive. It features an 11-year-aged San Andreas wrapper, Connecticut broadleaf binder, and Nicaraguan fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime, and a single will set you back $719, while a box of 20 comes out to $629 per cigar at $125.99 for the box. That's a savings of almost $18, or 12% off the box price, on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. That's an unbelievable great price. It's almost mm-hmm. like you, it's priced wrong. Yeah, it's priced right. Wow. Yeah. Uh, very unique. Those that end up having the cigar, first off, we're talking about a San Andreas wrapper on top of Broadleaf. Yes. So you got the That's best rare. of both worlds. Yep. You never hear of that. You're looking at unfinished head and an unfinished foot except a bullet cut built at the bottom of the cigar. Never seen that before. Uh, very unique cigar. Never tried it before. Uh, dying to try it now. So let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. We should put a, uh, a microphone out in the audience next week where I got a feeling these guys are going to know just when to cut, guys and girls, <laughs> uh, because I think they're the super fans that are turning up for this, for sure. Really dark chocolate over raisin. I'm talking like 95% chocolate. Very chocolatey. Sweet. So raisinette. Yeah, but the chocolate is has to be very dark. Yeah, it's like 95% cacao uh, that uh, lint chocolate makes. So, Mickey, you said something while we were looking at the cigar on the break. You understand what's happening here? Yeah, I I, I don't know. I mean, Rocky and I don't talk anything really cigars or construction or blending or anything like that. Um, but it looks like a truncated Salomon to me. 
instead of the nipple coming out, it's yeah. an innie, but or they cut off the. Well, it was interesting. You know, when I was down uh, down the factory last, I got to spend some time with Skip over at his factory, and he's got the Neanderthal, whatever, and in. The said, HN, well, I believe, right? Yeah, I know it's H something. And he got, and it, was, it was interesting. There's one person that rolls that that's all she does. She's got two cutters to cut both sides. So they, he, he goes, I love Sally Mullins, but he goes, I always had a hard time with getting that even burn. So he goes, I, but I noticed that if I cut off so much of the Sally Mullins on both sides, that I could get an even burn and get the, that flavor profile I was going for. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's what it looks It looks like a truncated. With you know, obviously a different twist with that coming down the round with a bullet here, and then yeah, almost for... a traditional round on the top. Ahead, okay. Barry, we got these good amount of them. Uh, I know to a TAA. Yeah, I, th- I think we have like a, almost a dozen boxes left. All right, very interesting. We're so. going to light our cigar today with the Duke by Lotus. Duke by Lotus features single action, three inline jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank. On the backside, you've got a full size guillotine cutter that'll go up to a 64 ring gauge. It folds down flat, all for the low price of $69.99. That is the Duke by Lotus. It almost looks like the foot of the cigar was pegged. <laughs> pegged? Wow. That's your boy right there. There it is. I should have made it time for the daddy-daughter dance. Yeah, that sucks, man. Anyway... Uh, Rocky Patel is coming up on 30 years as the Rocky Patel, uh, Rocky Patel selling cigars out there. Um, That's about when I met him. Really? You met him at the beginning? Oh, yeah. It was a oh, George, you went- Sound, uh, George Sound Tobacco. Yes, and also um, there was a cigar bar that was down there at the time. Um, oh, yeah. It's, I think it's still there. Ozio's? No. Shelley's? Oh, Shelley's. Shelley's back Shelley's, room. Yeah. No, I think it was um, the one that was out of California and New York. Oh, they were there for a little bit. Gracie, who owns the Terrible Cigar Club down in Miami now, I worked with her at Georgetown Tobacco, and she went over the, uh, the Grand Havana. Grand Havana. They had a little stint, and then Joe, Joey Pants had a yeah. place there for a while. So I think that's where that, that whole thing started. Joey out. Pants, he can't Joey. be connected. <laughs> he was in the cigar business. He had his own cigar. He had his own cigar lounge in D.C. for a while. This is the, the actor. But Gracie. Pants Leon. So uh, Gracie <laughs> is a girl that I worked with uh, at Georgetown Tobacco. Then she kind of went there and went there. And then now she has her own place down in Miami called the Terrible Cigar Club. Is that another uh, reference to The Godfather? No. Well, no. I don't know. It sounded like just like an Italian Goomba name. <laughs> you know him, the, the no. actor? No. Really? Joey I, did, I never you, watched. You're thinking of Joe Pantaleone. Yeah. That's who it is. That's yeah. jo- that is. That's, that's Joey him. Pants. Oh, okay. Joey Pants is Joey Pantaleone. They call him Joey Pants. Yeah. I've never seen The Godfather, and I'm never going to. The Godfather. What was he in? <laughs> I think wasn't he in? Was he in Sopranos for a little bit? He was in for a little while, but and then he had something that made him famous before The Sopranos. That he got it. He had some tracks. Lots of movies. Did he sing in the E Street Band? What was the one with no, the? No, that's uh, the yeah. one on Man. Uh, the Fugitive. The Fugitive. Yeah. He was in The Fugitive. Was he the guy that with the one arm? No. He was a good guy. He was also the pimp in uh, Risky Business. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh? Risky All right. Business? Let's lay down some ground rules <laughs> for uh, Mr. Peg here on the tough questions. His answers cannot include more than five words. Oh. They, we, They're one-word answers. All right. They're one-word answers, and uh, Frank can jump in and help you. You can guys work as a team, but I'm going to say you have 
10 seconds or under to answer the question. One word answers, right. two word answers, maybe a, maybe a small sentence if you need to. Uh, but I have 21 questions. Oh, wow. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Is that the first focus. one? That, is, that was the first question. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am ready. What is always coming but never arrives? I don't know. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. What can be broken but is never held? What can be broken but is never held? Anybody? Hearts. A promise. A promise is the answer on that. What is it that Why are you giving them the bell? That's, you get the answer wrong. <laughs> <laughs> do I have a... I don't have a no answer. I'll do it. What is it that lives if it is fed and dies if you give it a drink? Fire. Fire. The answer is fire. What would you use to describe a man who does not have all his fingers on one hand? <laughs> Digitally unstimulating. Normal. Normal because people have half fingers their fingers on, on one hands. side and half on the other. What can one catch that is not thrown? Coronavirus. A cold, coronavirus, <laughs> that'll work. Anything. We have one for Frank. Zero across the board here. This segment is, uh, like is quickly church. going to be referred to as being pegged going forward. <laughs> what is it that if you have, you want to share with me? If you share, you do not have. Cigars. A secret. A secret. If a plane crashes on the border of the United States and Canada, where do you bury the survivors? You don't bury survivors. There we go, Frank. It's I read, two. I read that, Laffy Taffy. There we go. Um... Where are we here? If you have a bowl of six apples and you take four away, how many do you have? Six. Four. You took four away. You took four. If you have only one match and enter a dark room containing an oil lamp, some kind of wood, and a newspaper, which do you light first? The match. Three for this, Frank. Someone somewhere on Monday is rolling their eyes in the back of their head <laughs> so far that they're driving off the they're road gonna right now. They're going to share these when they get to work is what's going to happen. Is it illegal for a man to marry his widow's sister? Is it legal for a man to marry his widow's sister? Yes. No, because she's, she's, dead. she's dead. She's dead. Somebody said that. If widow's Mr. Jonathan. Sister? He's, he's dead. He's yeah. dead. Uh, if gotcha. Mr. Jonathan's bungalow is decorated completely in pink with the walls, carpet, and furniture, all shades of pink, what color are the stairs? Have you been to do my bungalows house? have stairs? They do not. They do not. Bungalows don't have stairs. Well, Frank, you're really starting to think Three. like I'm, warm I'm warming up. You should consider killing yourself. <laughs> How did a boy kick something ritualistic? Hari <laughs> Kari. How did a boy kick a soccer ball 10 feet and have to come back to him on his own? He kicked it down, up the hill. Four for Frank. I'm, I'm warming up. Now. Wow, you're the, really the, excited the, about this. The chat room is asking for the coin story. <laughs> there was this coin. How could a man go outside in a, in a pouring rain without protection and not get his hair wet? He's bald. He's bald. Yeah, that one, ah, I think you should get that there one. There we go. Everybody's got that. If an electric train is moving north at 100 miles an hour and the wind is blowing west at 10 miles an hour, which way does the smoke blow? West. If an electric train 
Oh, there we go. No it's smoke. an electric there train. There's no smoke. I assumed we were smoking. That's on for all our That's Tesla buddies out yeah. there. How is it possible that every? How do you drive a Tesla car in the rain? It's electric. It's electric, and you get electrocuted, right? Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> How was it possible that every single person in an airplane crash died, but two people survived? They jumped out and had the parachutes. I'll just get this ready in case anyone wants to end their <laughs> life now. The two persons were married. Every single person. Every uh, single person. What breaks? There it goes. What direction do you slice on your wrist? Is it this All way? All right. Yeah, we, got, way. we got five questions left. You've been spending this whole time saying you hate it. What breaks and never falls? What falls and never breaks? My balls. <laughs> Day breaks and night falls. Some months, have 31, some months have 31 days. Others have 30 days. But how many have 28 days? All of them. All of them. All of them. There we go. Frank's got five. He's on it. Yeah. The attorney is my brother. Testified the accountant. But the attorney testified that he not, did not have a brother. Who is lying? The attorney Frank. is my brother, testified the accountant, but the attorney testified that he did not have a brother. Who is lying? I always say the attorney's yeah, lying. I would go with the attorney lying. Neither, because the accountant was his sister. Two, three oh, questions. See, left. there is sexism in the cigar world. There we go. Uncle Bill's farm had a terrible storm, and all but seven sheep were killed. How many sheep were still alive? Seven. Seven. Six for Frank. I wasn't going to get any cigar questions How? answered, so I got two left. I got, I got some questions answered. Here. How are the questions getting longer, and why didn't you start with those? What do you call a woman who knows where her husband is all the time? A wife. A widow. A widow! Yeah. Seven, I believe. She can have those apple tags like you put on your Last keys. question. What has a head, a tail, and does not have a body? A coin. A, worm. a coin, and there's the coin story there wrapping it up. Huh? <laughs> you nailed it, James. You can tell I have young children. There we go. I get riddles all the time. So that, that's for Steve Soccer. You want some questions answered, you ask him the hard questions, and you get eight answered correctly. Mickey, I maybe squeezed one you or got, so you in. You got the bald one. Yeah. yeah. And... uh I've never liked this. Mr. Thing. Jonathan was absolutely no help at all, <laughs> just deterring the, the fun and activities here. If that's so, what you want to call it. <laughs> so I'm going to turn I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Jonathan now for some of his questions. We got uh, we got one audience question. Um, the question was submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com and uh, Barrons writes, "How much money did it cost to start your cigar company?" <laughs> <laughs> More than one. All right, it's time for the poll question of the week, and it's brought to you by Victor Sinclair. And each week you can head over to thecigarauthority.com, and you can give your answer to the question of the week, which is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And this week was self-serving. I asked uh, if you subscribe to a cigar retailer mailing list, how many emails are acceptable per week? And I asked this because somehow I got on the Models mailing list and i get seven to ten emails a week wow. and it's freaking ridiculous um so our users said that two emails a week are acceptable at 52 percent uh surprisingly almost 10 percent said seven is okay oh my wow. god yeah. so so isn't that interesting you asked that question this week because i spent 
a lot of time this week uh, unsubscribing yep. to these emails that just the ones that are just ridiculous. Like they send 10 a week. I'm like, enough of this, enough of that. And uh, it still seems to be coming in. Maybe it takes a little bit before that. Well, the I think the reality for the cigar smoker is that when they're getting an email from us, it usually means new product or there's some deal that's running. I mean, it's there's there's a lot of reward that comes from getting an email. Yeah, and also we we were looking at the numbers uh, on twoguyscigars.com if we based upon how many emails we send a week. At what point do more people unsubscribe versus the lesser amount? So, yeah, do you see that when you add an extra one this week and you get non-subscribing? Yeah, if we do like three or four a week, the percentage of unsubscribing is higher. Interesting. Right. I'll, I'll tell you, how many group texts is it okay to get a there week? There we go. Um, the yeah, answer right. is zero. On my, on my Gmail account, it actually comes up with an unsubscribe button now yeah. that you can do. And I'll, you know, I don't know if it's some Russian hacker or anything, but I, I'm, I pay $1.99 a month for the extra storage of Google because I've had it uh, <laughs> Gmail for so long. But yeah, and I... I it's unbelievable the, the amount of emails you get. But there, there is a right answer, and it's that it should be the frequency of purchase. So you don't go to Models seven times a week. No, but you may come into a cigar store two or three or four or five or six, seven times. Ah, okay. So it should be tied to the purchase frequency of what you're selling. And I'd say the average like person it. is probably two to three times a week. Yeah. The average person. Yeah. Goes to a cigar shop two or three times a week. I go six days a week. Ah, you're well, sick. I, you're a freak. <laughs> well, I, I work, and you work here. here. Yeah. yeah. No, but I'd say an average person is once every two weeks, Mr. Jonathan? Between once every two weeks and once a week, is it floats in there. That's what I would say. Anyway, upcoming shows in the Cigar Authority. Next week is the Cigar Authority's 12-year anniversary. We have a whole bunch of people flying in, getting on a plane, coming from other countries. It's unbelievable. I'm taken back by it. Uh, it will be the Cigar Authority's freaking Catalina wine mixer on steroids. It is the 12th anniversary party. Tune in. Watch it live. We'll tell you what's going on. Uh, looking forward to it. It's going to be uh, a long three days for us, but uh, hopefully action-packed. and Worth it. Worth it, right? April 9th. As you know, Real Cigar Companies and the brands behind them is the show. Uh, you know, uh, is the name of your company All Saints? All, it's, it's actually All Saints Fine Cigars. We just go with the nomenclature of All, all Saints right. Cigars. Te- and we're owned by, what's our mother company? Yeah, the, the, we're technically Cedar Cellar, Inc. Uh, there we go. So that's the interesting thing. So your your wife will get a check from us for those coins for $5,000, yeah. the Cedar Cellar coin. They're right, <laughs> right. So that's what will end up happening. That My wife, who does the bookkeeping, does not know the name of the cigar brands. She knows the name of the company she yeah, writes right. the check to. And when I just say something to her, she says, well, who's that? And then I say it, oh, I never knew that. Right. Um, and then in, in uh, April 16th, we're going to do this, uh, the cigar draft. We're going to draft different cigar brands in and see who, who gets the best, uh, basically, team of cigars. We've never done this before. Uh, we're going to try that out. And April 23rd is the top 25 most offensive cigar brands. So we'll get ourselves in trouble on that. Wow. You really going to do that after we're all do this freaking? Yes. Yeah. Most offensive. And all that stuff? It's nothing to do with that. We're talking offensive. Offensive. Well, there's it, one that's really big. We'll talk about yeah. that after the show. <laughs> I, I want to hear it. So what's our early thoughts here on the Rocky Patel Vintage Bala? B-A-L-A? What does that mean? 
I'm going to have to look that up, and I'll get to you after Jonathan tells us what he gets out of this. It's a, a nice balance between a little bit of uh, acidity and a little bit of sweetness in it. It's, those two flavor notes keep playing back and forth. It's tough to identify which. It's a citrus, but it's somewhere between lemon and lime, maybe limon. And I'm guessing this has something to do with India. Right, Bala, because Rocky is. I don't know where I live. There's a bunch of cities with the name Bala. It's it's uh, it has roots in Hinduism, and it has several meanings, including young, powerful, strength of mind, and childlike. Okay, so powerful. So it's probably powerful in strength because you can taste it. I like. I I love the shape. I love the mouthpiece on it. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, it's got power. It's a it's a seven and a half. Uh, chat room says five to six. Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with the chat room. Of course you are. I'm on six. Yeah, six. I'm there. It's only because it's like my fourth cigar of the day. <laughs> it, it, it's up there from the St. Francis, Colorado, for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so if we were calling that a four, four and, and a half. Urban Dictionary says Balor is South African Indian slang for uh, penis or male genitalia. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh. Would you like mine? <laughs> there, you go. there you go. You think that's it? I'm not now putting Jonathan, yours now in Jonathan my mouth. Loves it. If you with a little cut in the center of it, that's there. Yeah, is, that's, this, is this but, Rocky? Are you like, fucking around here? But there's the third meeting, and I'm going to go. This is the one in Spanish. Bala means bullet, and the foot oh, of the cigar a has a bullet punch. Wow. So, okay. So the foot of the cigar works either way. We'll have to get the real answer to what where they were going with this. It could be the penis. It could be the bullet cut. Do you know what my favorite Rocky Patel on this show story is? So I'm listening, and you had Rocky up here, I guess it was last year or whatever, and he comes on. His advertisement was on. Like, not the whole, hey, this is Rocky Patel, and thank you for listening right. to the Cigar Authority. But it was... Uh, that was a his, dynamite it, impersonation of him. It sounds, sounds just like No, it. but it, it was his commercial... <laughs> And then he comes on live, he was downstairs, and then he goes, oh, do I advertise with he you? He did. <laughs> Unbelievable. Right after his commercial. Mm. I mean, the guy is so freaking He's been busy. advertising for years and years. He has no idea. He says, <laughs> I should be advertising on this. This show is dynamite. It was like the first time you ever heard it after 11 One and a half years. One of my favorite cigar authority moments of all time. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, um, the audience has some questions for you guys. And also, we have three letters in the mailbag, a prize to give away, and lots more. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada No. 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision, with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream 
by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez Jose Dominguez Jose 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 Dominguez Did you know Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people but saves the very best blend for his namesake? Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth natural and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. Now, anyone that's tried one will tell you, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. So next time you light up, make it the best. Make it a Jose Dominguez cigar. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. Jose. Jose Dominguez. Hey, this is Michael Harklotz with Ferry Otego Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. We are back, and we're smoking the Rocky Patel Vintage Bala. Amazing cigar, $7.19. Amazing to me that it's priced so low. Uh, with us is Mickey Pegg and Frank from All Saints Cigars. Mickey Pegg. I think we went, lost Mickey. He went to, yeah. I think he was going to check uh, some <clears throat> answers on his phone for the next <laughs> questions that are coming up. So, Frank, maybe you can answer this. Sure. Uh, besides Mickey not answering the questions the last time he was on. Yeah, I can do that. Too. Were there any mistakes that you guys made early on, and what did you learn from them? We have, uh, we, we've learned a great deal. There's one mistake that eh, we'll disclose that most of the product's been sold through. <clears throat> I went to get a tattoo of our logo on my arm. And after Mickey proofreading it and myself proofreading it oh, and no. other people looking at it. Cars? Yeah. Uh, my tattoo artist came up to me and said, uh, you know, this is the shield you want. That's fine. Um, do you want it to say All Saints Find Gagars, or would you like that to be a C? <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah so look we, at some of our early packaging. Some of the early packaging had a typo in it. Isn't it amazing that you've looked at it a thousand times? Yeah. But it, it just wasn't set eyes, too. everybody. But it yeah. just flows. And then the guys I know that really have a Pull sharp eye. Pull that a little closer to you. Really have a sharp eye. It got past them, and I go... Oh. Oh, nothing gets by Alex. Well, I'm like, uh, 
How yeah. do you like that Gagar sticker I gave you? <laughs> yeah, the C looks like a G in, uh, in that type font. So wow. that, that's, that's one we learned from. So we spell check everything now. Yeah. Ted Hughes in the chat room wants to know how you guys met. Well, we, I, I can do that one, too. So we met in Dewey Beach Some more than 20 story. years ago. Yeah, so we, uh, you know, we have a mutual friend, Martin, who's a, a part of our company, and, and you would understand if you met him why he's not here today. Um, and, and, he would be dead. What, does he dress weird? <laughs> no, that's my job. I can't be handsome like her clots or share everything like Sokka or cook like Carney. So, um, no, he, he, I was wearing what was at the time my favorite T-shirt, and I can tell you guys after the show what it said on it, but Chet stole it. And you can see the size difference, so you can imagine how well it fit him. But yeah, so after that, I'm saying I just, like ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag. Uh, type exactly. Of thing. Yeah, it was very doughy, and uh, and it stretched out, and I never saw it again. Fair enough. Yeah. And so you're just friendly with each other for for years. And he gets into the finance more dis- business. Yeah, more distant correspondence. I, I guess we maybe lost touch for a little bit, then reengaged. Well, I was deployed. I lived in Tokyo for a while. I mean, I, I moved around a bit in the Air Force. So, uh, you know, it's just, as, as it is, you kind of pick back up where you leave off. And, you know, I, I, he was always my cigar mule. So whenever I needed cigars or advice on anything, I was always calling him. And Then who's the one that said, hey, let's open a cigar company together? Uh, originally, it was Martin via him. And then, they, 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 like I said, back in 2012-ish, you know, mm-hmm. and I said, no, I just wasn't, I, I just couldn't do it. And then we picked up the conversation back in 2017. Wow. So, yeah, from that point, and then we really thought we were going to be down there in 18, but there just wasn't a chance. The political climate was horrible. And thank God, because I scored one of the biggest deals of my entire life in 2018, <laughs> that gave me a little bit more of a pillow and a comfort zone All to right. put the amount of money that we put in to the company. I'll tell you, I was so happy to see you come back. I thought you were going to come back really fast, like – usually people do and then when you were gone so long i said he's gone that's it he's not going to come back and then reading it a press release comes out of something that mickey's coming back i said oh my god how cool so very happy that you came back yeah, why but- so long were you soured when when the when uh, you left the, the first time well so let's talk about when i got out you know of the business uh you know and I, you know, Frank doesn't like it when I tell consumers the story because he understands retailers not a good story. It was just part of anything. One company gobbles up another company, and people go. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. I did put my foot in the water. Places I would go already had people at that capacity. Yeah. And also remember, we not only did we have the S chip and some other other things going on at that time, we had the Great Recession. And yeah. it's and it's funny because I got into the financial world. <laughs> At the worst time. Sure. I did okay. Yeah. It's when we came back into the industry, everybody says this is the worst time. Right that there. really was the worst time. Sure. I'm not even talking about COVID. I'm just talking about, you know, all the other political things sure. and FDA that we were talking about. And that's, you know, why we threw some of that Latin out there. So yeah. There's actually never a good time to get into the cigar industry. They never was. You know, they yeah. said it to Rocky. They said it to everybody. And, sure. Um, it, it said it to us and. Send it to me in '85. They said you're crazy. The '60s was the time. You got to get out. Don't don't do this, right. young guy. This is how you're going to start a career. And I've heard it so many times. Other words, and I I say it to other people. It's not a good time to get in the cigar business, but there is no good time. Well, our first marketing ploy that we did was we wrote in Latin, "The Lord hates a coward." It actually translates to "Lord hates a coward," and. 
because it was like that was in reference to this is the worst time to get in the industry. This sure. is the worst time to get in the industry. And now when you Google that Latin, we're like, what's this Latin? Uh, uh, we're, we we come up with it. So it was oh, our God. first free market that we. You That's know, good. Did. There's so, a lot of people Google that phrase in Latin. I can't tell you the number of times I have. <laughs> Well, people right see it on the cigar, and then they go to look it up, and it or takes them right to our page. Like, what is it? Yeah. yeah, what is this on my shirt? Go. So as a road warrior going from place to place and stuff, hot boxing in the car, do you do it? Do you understand it? Uh, I just did it because it was raining, and I can't remember which stop I got it. So I, can't, you know, I, I travel so much, I can't remember. But I walked in, and... Literally, I looked like a Cheech and Chong. Yeah. I opened my, because it was raining, and I was really digging the cigar, and, you yeah. know, and smoke was in my, and I got out, and my eyes were killing me. I had to put Visine in my eyes, but when I opened the door, they were like, watch got, it all, pillow I walked in. Oh, it was at Mom's up in Scarsdale. Yeah, it was Mom's in Scarsdale. And uh, he goes, you look like something out of Cheech and Chong. You opened the door, and all <laughs> the smoke coming. I'm not traditionally hot, but I was just so, I was digging the cigar, and it was raining, and, you know. That's a big Ed, Ed Sullivan move uh, that happens. But right now, we have a prize to give away. The best email of the week brought to you by... Monte Cristo Cigars. And this week, Monte Cristo is giving away a branded cutter, a tumbler, a billfold, some twin-engine coffee, and a notepad for the best email of the week. And it's the last week for that prize. Next week, God willing, we'll have a new prize. Set. Don't have it yet. They have not answered their emails. Okay. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Carl writes, Greetings, gentlemen. On last week's show, Mr. Jonathan identified a burnt marshmallow fluff tasting note for the Macanudo Vintage 1988. Dave and Barry disagreed, noting a burnt-tipped meringue taste instead, (laughs) and gave Mr. Jay grief for not knowing his food. In Mr. Jay's defense, marshmallow is, in fact, the same thing as a meringue. Absolutely not. An Italian meringue to be exact, with the addition of gelatin to make it set. Egg. With the addition Egg of what? gelatin to make it set. While Mr. J should bask in his vindication, I thought Dave and Barry could redeem themselves by turning their mistake into a show idea. Suggestions of drink pairings for cigars are commonplace, but what about snack pairings? The panel could explore which cigars would go particularly well with, say, marshmallow fluff or meringue. Hint, these would be the same cigars. <laughs> or imagine what the perfect cigar pairing would be for a buttered Pop-Tart Q at Sullivan. Dave's Snack Authority experience would no doubt provide plenty of material for such a show. We did one years ago, me and Jonathan. We were in Candy the, bars and cigars. Yeah, candy bars and cigars, and we did it at the Nashua location, and it was a snowy day. And there we were in that store. You know how you cleanse your palate, Mickey Peg, when you're eating... Four or five candy bars in one show? Um, Cigars? Uh, potato yeah. chips. Potato chips. There you go. We'll we, use, we were laughing our ass off. The show's <laughs> live. We were on seven radio stations at the time. And remember Joe Ganascoli from The Sopranos? Yeah. So he's driving in New Hampshire at that time. The show's going on. He's listening on the radio. Listening on the radio. And we're going on and we keep doing this and having a hell of a time. It was the <laughs> best episode. And he comes storming in the door while we're live, and he goes, I got to stop this shit right now. And he comes on the show, and he goes, enough. We, you have to stop this show. It's terrible. And we, <laughs> we, we proceeded to interview him and talk with him. But he, he, he He's a hilarious guy. He used to, we used to see him all the time. Yeah, yeah. Following message also submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. 
And Rudy writes, not that Rudy. This is a different Rudy. All right. First Rudy off, was offsides. thanks for a great podcast. I live in Washington State, and we have very few cigar lounges. The closest one to me is an hour away. Am I crazy to see this as an opportunity? What does it take to open one up? Who would I purchase cigars from? What are some basic needs to open? What type of furniture? You guys are inspiring, to say the least. I've been loving the care package. This is my first month. Hearing you talk about each cigar as I smoke them is genius. Thanks. This is Big Rudy. Big Rudy, uh, we did a show called uh, So You Want to Open a Cigar Shop. Find it on YouTube. Just It's our biggest uh, watched show we ever did. Um, and uh, we lay it out all there. Uh, all that information is there. Can't answer it in, in two seconds. It's a two-hour show to do this. But maybe that was a long time ago. We could redo a show like that and, and dig into it. I feel like it's only been a couple of years, but I'm fine with doing it again. Well, we can, we can answer one of those questions. Where do you buy your scars from? Just call Mickey. Yeah. Well, you no, know, he doesn't have a retail shop. He wants to open yeah, one. Yeah, but he does. Well, actually, a great guy on Facebook who follows this show and everybody's guy, he's a broker out there. Uh, actually, we're talking to right now. His name's Ed Ryan. I know yeah, Ed. And so he covers that territory. I think he's got Washington, Oregon, uh, Idaho. And if you reach out to him on Facebook, he could probably help yeah, you navigate first. that. So he's your rep? No. Uh, well. Not yet? We say yes. We just got to get confirmation from him. We've been going back and forth. So. All right. Ed so, Ryan, I know I, you're Ed, listening. Ed, These guys Ed, are good guys. And I was supposed to call you tomorrow. I'm sorry. And I haven't even talked about Garrett Robbins. <laughs> Let's close the deal right here. Let's close the deal. Ed Ryan's a good man. Good man. All right, uh, that's Rudy. So we're picking the best of the, yep. the three that we Got have. Got so this, four right? years ago was so you want to open up a cigar shop. I just looked. All up. right, four years ago. All right. So Tom writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com, and the subject is Mickey Pegg's frequently asked questions. <laughs> Dearest, all knowing and all telling, Mickey Pegg. First of all, thank Who's you this for guy? his name is Tom. First of all, thank you for your incredible All Saints Saint Francis cigar, and congratulations on the highly coveted the cigar of the year. For that all-hallowed holy stick. We the Cigar Curious were also excited to learn that you wanted to come back and drown us with more of your cigar industry pearls and tap dance your way through another Cigar Authority show. So we just got to know, what public office have you held in the past? Anyone as gifted as you in question dodging has definitely kissed a few babies. (laughs) Two, is it true that you've never been able to be inserted into a round hole. <laughs> Three, what is the name of your business accountant? I'll be sure to make sure that they are not in my Rolodex. Is it true that your family you surname your Rolodex. was given in tribute to your grandma who lost her leg in a shark accident? <laughs> Peg must have been a fine woman. Uh, and finally, whose palms did you grease to get your name in the Urban Dictionary? Pulling a peg has made you infamous. Again, thank you for your generous outpouring of information for us hungry fans. We love your transparency. Smoke on, signed Tom. And that he gets my vote. That's why I read him last. He gets my vote. That was good. Tom, it says yes. We'll give Tom the win. And let's uh, take it from the first question. What does he have here? What- yeah, have you ever held public office? No, but I wanted to. Uh, when I was younger... Matter of fact, when I got out of college, I was working at Georgetown Tobacco. That's actually how I got the job. I was I was interning for a senator, and I had I thought I could be a, an agent of change and all these other things. And then, then I, I fell in love with my wife and wanted to get married. And Davidoff approached me, and you know, was enamored of the, so that. But you were gonna you were gonna go into politics? I wanted to. Yeah. yeah. Now I would never. 
even without social media and all this other stuff that's going on, the woke and all this other, I still plus no that way. that closet yeah. you have, yeah. right? That closet. <laughs> Do God, you? They had freaking cell phones when I was in college. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I'd be. I'd have to be in the cigar business. Yeah. So, uh, have you ever been insert, inserted into a round hole? Uh, I came out of one. <laughs> okay, that's good enough. That's it. <laughs> Anything else there? No, I'm not of consequence. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Tom, Tom wins it. Tom will win that uh, that prize, and that is the last prize from Altadas uh, for this round. New prize is coming next week, hopefully, uh, and that is that. Uh, any more questions for the in the audience? Anybody here have a question? Nothing. No questions for them. They're not going to answer them anyway. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to it. The classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20. Just taking a and picture sold of her in box. five great sizes. Classic cigars. I signed it. The most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Okay, so here's how it works. It's the closest without going over. And Mickey and Frank will be a team together. They'll decide on their number together, going against Mr. Jonathan and Barry. And I got to go back a few weeks to get Barry as our champion, because it is Ed Sullivan who doesn't have a microphone today. So we will go to Barry first. I have seven questions and four tiebreakers. For some reason, I feel like we're going to have a lot of ties here. Well, the problem is we have to answer them. You have to answer them. You have to give us a date. Without going over. And you write the date down. You got a pen? Yeah, we're, we're going to share it. We're good. All right, uh, share no, a pen. Sure. You, no. So you write it down so you don't that. listen to the other people's thing as it's going on. So, Barry, you're going to go first. Born today, Lem- Leonard Nimoy, American actor. Shark from Star Trek, Mission Impossible. He was born in Massachusetts. He died in 2015, but he was born today. What year? Leonard Nimoy. 1933. 33, he says, Mr. Jonathan. 1925. 25. 1940. 40. 40 is over. 33 is over. Mr. Jonathan will take that point at 25. It was 31. Was he Shark or Spock? Yeah. Over to Mr. Jonathan. Born today, Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, American politician. She's a Democrat from California. She's the first female Speaker of the House. She was born in Baltimore, Maryland today. She's eight. Whisper, whisper. But born today. You know, we can hear you, Jackass. Yeah, 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 the microphones that, yeah, are picking no, you up. That's, that's not a good whisper. That's why you me. have pen. I smell chocolate. I smell chocolate? 1944. Ah, 1944. 1933. 33. 45. 45. 33 will take it. It's 1940. 1940. So 33 takes it because they were over. So Mickey and Frank have one. Mr. Jonathan has one, and Barry has none. 
over to Mickey and Frank. Diana Ross, American singer, is born today. She's from the Supreme Stop in the name of love. You can't hurry love. Heard a symphony. She's also an actress and lady sings the blue mahogany. Born in Detroit, Michigan today. Diana Ross, what year was she born? 1938. 38. 40, 49. 49. 45. 45 is one over. 38 will take it. It's 44. So there's another point going to Mickey and Frank. And we're on to question number four. Over to Mr. Barry. Steven Tyler, American rock vocalist. Aerosmith walked this way. Dude looks like a lady. He was born in New York City. Today, what year? Steven Tyler. 1942. 42. 38. 38. 1947. 47 for a point. It's 48. They're running away with it. Exact numbers give you two Frank's points. Away close. Three points to one to Barry. You win a lot zero. when you listen to the show. I do. Every week. Here we go. Mr. Jonathan, Martin Short is a Canadian comedian from Saturday Night Live, SCTV. He was on The Three Amigos, one of my favorites. He was born in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Today, what year? 1952. 52. 1949. 49. 48. 58. 49 will take it. It's 50. Another point for Mickey and Frank running away with it. I don't think we're going to need extras, mm-hmm. but we still have two more questions. Over to Mickey and Frank. Dr. Jonas Salt. Salk. 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 Announces that he successfully vaccine. tested a vaccine to prevent polio. Trials begin the next year. He successfully tested the vaccine for polio today. What year? 1952. Uh, 52. 32. 32. 1801. 1801. So 52, it's 53. You get the point again. Been one off over and over again. That's five to one to zero. And just for chits and giggles, <laughs> over to Barry Stein so we can get one point. Just so I ask him a hockey question. Huh? I was shut out last week too. Yeah. So Benny Hill Show. The Benny Hill Show tops the ratings on TV today. What year? I was in third grade, so that would make me, what, 10 years old? So we're going to say 1979. 79, he says. 1951. 51. I'll split the difference. 1968. Uh, 68 for the point. It's 71. Wow. Wow. Frank is the best at this. If this shows you nothing, (laughs) Mickey, you should never doubt Frank in anything. (laughs) Don't fucking do that to me. Well, it's, wow. funny. it's funny. You do this every week. I would think that the people who played every week would look up what happened on this day prior to there, doing the there show. You go. Cheating. See? No, I mean, look uh, up. Uh, look up what Wait, happens. do you have a photographic memory? Did you do that before you came on? <laughs> no, that's why I was one off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't want to look obvious. Yeah, you can't look obvious. So just for shits and giggles, uh, Elvis Costello re- releases less than zero. You music buff? I put a lot of music questions in there. Less than zero. Less than zero. The description of my life. I'm going to say it's 90, 96. 77. Damn it. Boom. Oh, I was thinking about the book. Missed it by that much. Paul McCartney and Steve Stevie Wonder release Ebony and Ivory, which happens to be Ed Sullivan's favorite song. 82. 82 or 82 is exact. There you go. Mike Tyson sentenced to 10 years in a rape for... 91. Desire. 92. 92. 92. Oh, sentenced. He was in jail when I was out in Indianapolis. I actually worked for the DA, the prosecutor. 
And a jury in Michigan finds Dr. Jack Kevorkian guilty of second-degree murder for lethal injections to determine the ill man. 06? That was like uh, 97? No, no, it was like, yeah, it was the 90s, wasn't it? 99. Yeah. 99. So you asked all the wrong questions. I asked a lot of questions today. Lots of questions. Lots of questions. Do you know when the first All Saints Days was? April 2nd. No, 609, the year. Oh, I did know that. You know why? Because I didn't know it when he asked me the last time. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) And it's stuck now, though. It's stuck. Some of these things now, you can't get rid of them. Can't get rid of him. Mr. Jonathan has some questions for you because he doesn't like me asking questions. So. <laughs> what do you got, Mr. Jonathan? I think I'm spent, man. You got nothing. You got nothing. But you, you slow me down. I got questions. I'm asking a question. You want me to move along. Stop asking questions. I didn't so, ask so, you to you move along. To so what's next for All Saints Cigars? Uh, what's next is just maintaining what we're doing right now simply because we've really kind of done a lot in a little bit of time. Uh, well, it seems like a little bit of time. You know, we, the whole thing started in 2017. So we have a couple of Fatola extensions we have going on. We have a couple of special fun projects going on. Um, and, uh, you know, this year is, like, hey, let's let's get let's get the sales uh, get going and let's get on shelves. Like I said before, there's a, yes. everybody thinks we're everywhere. We're not. We have a lot of shelves. And we got to maintain that space, too. So the listeners so. can do you a solid by asking for your stuff in the yeah, local absolutely. shop. Yeah, absolutely. Go you in the store what? and ask for it, right? And I'll and I'll tell you this too, because we're coming out with a, you know, I guess we, you know, I talked about this this crew program, K R E W E. You know, the consumers that really embraces. Hey, tag us uh, in Facebook and uh, and social media and uh, Instagram, and please don't creep into my freaking personal Instagram and write <laughs> creepy things about my beautiful daughters because it pisses me off. I won't send you anything. But on the regular All Saints Instagram, tag us in there and you know maybe get a little something fun in the mail. And where are you on the Instagram? At? So All Saints Cigars? Yeah, AllSaintsCigars.com. Uh, Not Mickey uh, Peck. Hey, Stay away from Mickey Peck. Yeah, Pegg. leave it alone. I yeah. mean, people want to be in both. Um, why? You know, so... Uh, well, I have some a couple of close friends in the uh, in the industry. I don't mind those guys, but and then on Facebook, it's more just me than All Saints. I screwed up the algorithm, so they, it gets a little bit both worlds. But you getting good at it? No, no. I get a lot of compliments, which surprises me. All I do is kind of regurgitate. I just want to be thankful for all the people that are giving us the time and the opportunity to get in their stable. And I just you know attitude it, of gratitude. That's the key. Yeah, I mean we it is it's so. It's a funny thing. Like for Lent, uh, I gave up soda pop, and you know, Jonathan's laughing. You should have gave up a lot more other things, uh-huh. but but I took on the thing, and I hadn't really thought about it in a while. Every day, I kind of I journal what I'm what I'm grateful for. So yeah, well, you, and you, at the end, I haven't done today's yet. So it depends on how I leave after Jonathan. Jonathan might get you know <laughs> I might be grateful for him today. There we go. It is, but what what the consumer can do is go in and ask for. Yeah. All Saints All cigars Saints. at the at the stores and the stores and I know there's a lot of shop owners to listen to the show too. Yeah. You give a, an up and coming brand a shot in the store. You highlight it. You don't put it in the corner and tuck it away so nobody can see it. You got to put it up front and center for somebody Thank and you. give it a start. And and honestly, put yourself as a store in front that you're not just carrying everything that everybody else is carrying. You're missing a, a great opportunity to go into your store. Here is a lesser known brand. Here it is up front and center and, and you're special. You know, and of course I would say like if you right now because I'm in this environment, if you can't find us, I it's so funny. Somebody asked me and I was on one of your on one of the chains that we were promoting the show, me coming up here, they're like, where can I get it? I don't live anywhere. And I'm like 
mail order. You know, talk to two guys. You know, what's interesting about two guys, what you guys do, as big as you guys are, and I know you're not like the, these big other behemoths that are out there. Barry, correct me if I'm wrong. You go send them one cigar, two cigars. What, what's the minimum kind of thing that you send them? They can order from one to a thousand. Yeah. So I think that's one single trying. cigar. You're going to pay shipping. Right. Yeah. You know what? For this week, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it, Dave, and I know you don't like this, but I'm going to lift all the limits on everyone's spending across the country. This week only. Just <laughs> no limit to your spending. Try to hurt me. Yeah. Right. Have at it. No limit to your spending. Make this sure all week saints only. is in your in your. You heard card. it from Mr. Jonathan, so I'll I'll take it. What's no limit to your spending? Spend as much as you want. Oh, because yeah, sometimes course. we limit, and, and you can oh, really? spend yeah. only two boxes or whatever. But as much as you want, you want to buy all saints. Buy five buy, boxes if you buy, want. It's okay. Time. This week only. We'll just air freight a bunch of shit up here for you. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get yeah. it up one way or the we'll other. Get it. We, we although you did a good job for the past two days working our stores and cleaning out our inventory, but we still have some. Yeah. But we yeah. need to order more. We got one T-shirt left and a triple X or something. Well, now it's your job to go downstairs while we do the after show. Yeah. You don't want to be part of this. Now believe me. <laughs> don't be part of it. But thank you both for coming up here and spending Thanks for two having days us. with us. We appreciate it. Um, everybody else out there, um, we're smoking the Rocky Patel Vintage Bala. Amazing cigar for $7.19. That's available on twoguyscigars.com. You want to try something truly unique you like in this cigar? Amazing for the price. I yeah, got to tell it, you. You know, it, it would pair well with chocolate cake. Yeah. yeah. Susie Q, to be exact. Susie Q. You remember Susie Fan Q? Fan of Susie Q, yeah. yeah. And that's Susie the number two, guys.com. There we go. Twoguyscigars.com. Cigars.com, sorry. Yeah, if you can imitate me, at least get it right. <laughs> I think two, the number two. You were way off on imitating Barry. His voice is pitched about six octaves higher than yours. He sounds just like Rocky. <laughs> so if you do two guys, the number two, guys.com, you get to twoguyscigars.com also. But if you do the other one, TWO, you get somewhere you don't want to be. So don't do oh. that. You get pegged. <laughs> you get pegged? <laughs> yeah, you do. All right. I'll see what that's all about. Thanks, everybody. Um, next week, a dream come true, or will it be a nightmare? 40 fans for the Cigar Authority will join us from around the world to celebrate the Cigar Authority's 12-year anniversary party. We're very excited. There's going to be cake, I'm told. So I'm looking forward to that and a lot more. Until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And uh, shout out to Greg from D.C. and Greg Rampy from Ohio on the... Um Barbecue Central podcast. I was on his show. I just wanted to give him a shout All out. All right, very good. Uh, and if you've learned nothing else today, well, you learned something today, which makes yeah. you the Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.